Aren't you a little short for a stormtrooper? What's up, nerds? Welcome to another episode of the Multiverse Report. We are recapping the week's nerdy news from Zack Snyder's DCU to James Gunn's DCU and everywhere in between. And that acapella version of the intro music can only mean one thing. That's right. I am flying solo tonight. My name is Mike Gibson, and with me as most of the time, but not tonight, Steve Haller. Um, oh, we got our, our schedules got a little uh, thrown off this week where we're supposed to, we usually record Sunday nights. Um, and I was completely, completely sick with the flu. I am, uh, better today. You can probably tell from my voice, I'm still not completely over it, um, but feeling much better. Um, but scheduling conflicts, um, made it so that it was either me doing one solo or waiting until next week. And we didn't want to wait till next week because, uh, pretty insane um, stuff happening in the world of DC this week, and I uh, figured at least one of us should get on the mic to talk about it. So we are about to dive in, and uh, we should be back next week um, with both of us as a full team. Going to start things off with a uh, a recurring segment here on the Multiverse Report when it comes to DC movies, or it has been a recurring segment. Haven't touched on it in a while, but it's time for Flash Watch. Um, Steve and I had a conversation not long ago, I think the, probably the last time that we talked about The Flash, uh, as to whether or not it was actually going to come out on the date that it was supposed to come out. Uh, it was supposed to be coming out June 23rd, but this movie has been moved so many times, so many times, um, that he was of the opinion that it was going to be moved again. I was of the opinion that this was finally going to happen. Technically, he's right. Um but not in the way that he thought he was. It's been moved up. It's coming out one week sooner. It's been moved from June 23rd to June 16th. Um, whether or not it'll stay at June 16th, I think is up in the air, um, based on the majority of what uh, I'm going to talk about tonight, which is a new report from The Hollywood Reporter that came out this week. And it if it's true, it is suggesting just massive, massive changes to the DC universe, um, sorry, or DC cinematic universe as it stands. So again, I've said this a few times in the past, but this is why I like that we do this show once a week because a story breaks, we don't rush to cover it, and then a day later, more information comes out. So we have a whole lot of information to run through with you tonight. Um, and I'm very looking much forward to getting Steve's input on this, um, next week when we're able to, to do a a report together. But anyway, the Hollywood reporter threw the DC fandom into a panic this week, um, with an article that it published, um, uh, rumors regarding, uh, the direction of the DCU under James Gunn and Peter Safran. And really... we all we all panicked when we read this article, but then I read it again, and I realized it's really only saying one firm report, and the rest of it is all kind of rumors. And even in the article, they say rumors and scenarios. So they're even admitting to the fact that it's not confirmed. The one thing that more or less has been confirmed, which is that Wonder Woman 3 
will not be moving forward in its current incarnation. That was a big uh, piece of that article that people just blew right past. People thought it's canceled. It's not happening. No more Wonder Woman 3. No, there's probably going to be another Wonder Woman movie, but just not in its current incarnation. Um, apparently, according to this Hollywood Reporter article, Patty Jenkins turned in her treatment, uh, which was co-written by herself and Jeff Johns, well-known DC Comics uh, writer. And a Hollywood Reporter article claimed that he, she was told by James Gunn, Peter Safran, and also producers Michael DeLuca and Pam Abdi that it did not fit in with their plans for the future of the DCU and it would not be moving forward. That's all that this article said. We're going to clarify that in a little bit. Um, and just so we know for moving forward for the rest of this uh, report, Michael DeLuca and Pam Abdi, I think we've mentioned them previously on the show, they have been kind of entrenched in the DC film universe for the last, you know, probably at least a year, I think, um, under the old, and even pre-merger, I think, they were involved, and when uh, Walter Hamada was running things at DC Films, um, and they've been kind of the ones that were keeping things together in between um, the shift from Walter Hamada to James Gunn. They've been working on movies like Shazam 2 and Aquaman 2, um, Flash, Blue Beetle, all this kind of stuff have been under these two. So their names are going to come up again later. And so that was the first part of this Hollywood Reporter article. And then it went into what they called rumors and scenarios and said one scenario and then didn't list any other scenarios. So that's what I think kind of threw people off a little bit here. So the article moves on to discuss one of these scenarios, and it is basing this scenario on the fact that Wonder, they that they believe Wonder Woman three is not happening. So they move on to say that you know this is possibly signaling a complete restructuring, a complete reboot of the DC universe as it stands, which means it would be starting completely fresh with new actors in every role, which would also mean no Man of Steel two with Henry Cavill, no Black Adam two. Um, uh, said that this was news to me, and I, I don't know that this has been confirmed. Said that Gal Gadot, Henry Cavill, and Jason Momoa all shot cameos for the Flash, but now it's not clear whether those cameos are going to be included um, because they're you know the future of those characters and those actors might be up in the air. It also says that the Flash remains an unlocked picture. Um, Unlocked means that they're still making changes to it. If you have locked picture, it means everything's done. Effects are done, score is done, editing, whatever, blah, blah, blah. It's all done. They're saying Flash remains an unlocked picture, which is why um, I mentioned earlier that it's possible that the Flash could move again if they are really trying to make the Flash, um, you know, the the catalyst for whatever new phase of the DCU we're going to see after that they may be making changes to that to, to help that work out. Um, this article also mentioned that Jason Momoa, however, would be continuing in the DCU, but as a Lobo instead of Aquaman. And that was a rumor that we talked about a few weeks ago. So, um, I said to Steve when this came out, I said, James Gunn has been so uh, transparent and interactive with people on Twitter that if he does not respond to this, then I will know that it's true. Um, because he's been very quick to come out and say, this is not what's happening. Nobody knows what's going on other than me and Peter. We haven't even pitched to David Zaslav or the other executives yet. So no one else could possibly know this is true. But this is a Hollywood reporter. They are a, a very reputable, trustworthy um, site. So um, 
wouldn't you know, the, a day later, James Gunn took to Twitter and responded to it. And he said the following. So, as for the story yesterday in The Hollywood Reporter, some of it is true, some of it is half true, some of it is not true, and some of it we haven't decided whether it's true or not. Although this first month at DC has been fruitful, building the next 10 years of story takes time, and we are still just beginning. Peter and I chose to helm DC Studios knowing we were coming into a fractious environment, both in the stories being told and in the audience itself, and there would be some there would be an unavoidable transitional period as we moved into telling a cohesive story across film, TV, animation, and gaming. But in the end, the drawbacks of that transitional period were dwarfed by the creative possibilities and the opportunity to build upon what has worked in DC so far and to help rectify what has not. We know we are not going to make every single person happy every step of the way, but we can promise everything we do is done in the service of the story and in the service of the DC characters we know you cherish and we have cherished our whole lives. So, he says some of it's true, some of it's not true, some of it's half true, some of it they don't know if it's going to happen or not. So that made me feel slightly better. Because basically, when it comes to the DCU, there have been people for years that have been saying, scrap everything, start fresh. Just fire everybody, start from square one. And I've been somebody that has not been really for that approach. Because, as James James Gunn mentions here, there are things that have been working. For the most part, everyone loves Gal Gadot as Wonder Woman. Aquaman made a billion dollars. You know, um, Shazam uh, was a success. It was a great movie. And everyone loves Zachary Levi as Shazam. He's perfectly cast. Margot Robbie is perfectly cast as um, as uh, Harley Quinn. And my biggest sticking point is that, or the, the reason that I, I don't think James Gunn is going to do that, I don't think James Gunn is going to um, completely start fresh and fire everybody that was cast by Zack Snyder for the J- Zack Snyder version of the characters. I don't think necessarily all of those characters are going to move forward. We already know Ben Affleck's not going to come back as Batman uh, full-time, and we know that Ezra Miller is probably not going to continue as The Flash because uh, there's a lot going on with that um, that person. So I don't think James Gunn is going to completely uh, start fresh with new actors because that would mean he doesn't get to make Peacemaker Season 2. And it also means that his Suicide Squad movie is no longer canon. If he, if he, would, if he, if he moves forward, he knows that he's shut, shutting the door on both of those projects. Any sequels to his Suicide Squad or any other spinoffs. He had mentioned an Amanda Waller show was rumored for a while. I feel like he wants to make those things. He wants to make Peacemaker Season 2. And if he's starting all over, he's not going to make Peacemaker Season 2 because it's not going to fit in with a a brand new timeline. So I don't know what they're going to do. I don't think that's going to happen. And the other other negatives of that situation would be that, you know, we we lose, we don't get Henry Cavill back as Superman. A lot of people want that back. He just took to his social media to announce that he was back as Superman. Um, But I think that was before we knew that James Gunn was taking over DC. So, um... Who knows if that's still possible? It may not be. Um, but there'd be a lot of negatives for 
for completely starting over. We lose some really great castings, and we lose some really great storytelling that has been done so far. What's the positive? You know, the positive is, honestly, I, I think that there's a lot of bad taste in people's mouths for the DC film universe because of the way it started, because of the way it started with not necessarily Man of Steel, but because of what it did with Batman versus Superman, um, Suicide Squad, first Suicide Squad movie, and the whole Justice League debacle. Um, and I, I think, you know, I think first impressions are important. And if your first impression of the DC universe was movies that are too long and too dramatic and overly serious and don't make sense and aren't fun, then you're not coming back. Then you don't care about Henry Cavill as Superman. You don't care about, maybe you care about Gal Gadot because she was a little bit spared even though she was in Batman versus Superman. Um, but you know what I mean? Like, you got a bad taste in your mouth for these characters because they started off with some shaky, not great, uh, or terrible <laughs> movies. So I can see that. I can see that he would want to start fresh with these characters. Anyway, a day or two later after that, we got a follow-up report from The Wrap, another credible source. And The Wrap's um, piece shed a little bit of new light onto the situation regarding Wonder Woman 3. And moving forward, apparently, Warner Brothers did not cancel Wonder Woman 3 and have not canceled Wonder Woman 3, but Patty Jenkins, director and co-writer of Wonder Woman and Wonder Woman 1984, has left the project. She has walked. Um, apparently, contrary to what The Hollywood Reporter said, James Gunn and Peter Safran had nothing to do with the Wonder Woman 3 decision, and apparently Wonder Woman 3 was a part of a few, quote, ongoing enterprises that nobody was going to mess with. Meet nobody meaning James Gunn and Peter Safran or anyone else that came in. This umbrella of ongoing enterprises that no one was going to mess with included Matt Reeves's Batman universe, Todd Phillips's Joker sequel, Wonder Woman 3, and the J.J. Abrams and ta Coates Black Superman movie. That one, to me, is a shocker, that that would be on something that no one's going to mess with. It seems like they have no, they've showed they have no problem with messing with stuff J.J. Abrams is working on. Um, but I don't know, maybe this gets an exempt. I just, it just feels like we would have heard more about it in the last year if it was something that was on a list of no one's going to mess with and this is going forward no matter what. So that one, I don't know. But I certainly understand not messing with Reeves' Batman and not messing with Phillips' Joker. And apparently Wonder Woman 3 was on that list. So, but it was not James Gunn and Peter Safran that told Patty Jenkins that Wonder Woman 3 wasn't going to work. It was the aforementioned Michael DeLuca and Pamela Abdi did not think the treatment was in the right direction, going in the right direction for the franchise and let Jenkins know about that. Jenkins responded by saying that they did not understand the character, did not understand what she was trying to do, and <laughs> in a spectacular FU move. She ended her email by linking to an article. <laughs> she included a link at the end of her email to the Wikipedia definition of the phrase character arc. Boy, that if you're trying to burn a bridge, um, that's the way to do it. Um, uh, apparently, DeLuca and Abdi asked Jenkins to come back with a different idea for the franchise, a different idea for the, the third film. 
And she said, no, she said, this is what I want to do, or I'm not going to do it. And um, she was reportedly not interested in hearing from James Gunn or Peter Safran before making her decision, and she walked. Um, So the franchise is not dead. Um, Gal Gadot is still attached to the role of Wonder Woman, but uh, if it moves forward, it's not going to move forward with Patty Jenkins. What do I think about this? I am mixed on this. I think, um, on the one hand, I feel like you always want to see a filmmaker finish their trilogy or finish what they had in mind for their, you know, character arc. But Wonder Woman 1984, not great. Not great. It's good. I don't hate it. A lot of people hate that movie. I don't hate it as much as other people do, but I don't think it's one of the stronger entries in the DCEU. I think there's a lot of cool stuff in it. I think classic in classic superhero sequel tradition, I think it tries to do too much. And it feels a little overloaded and gets a little um, nonsensical <laughs> at times when because it's trying to do too much. So maybe this was the same kind of thing. We also know that uh, Patty Jenkins' um, Rogue Squadron movie at Lucasfilm so far has been put on the back burner and doesn't show signs of moving forward. Is it also because that wasn't looking as good as they had hoped? I don't know. I don't know. I think Patty Jenkins is a pretty good filmmaker, but, you know, she's had some stinkers as well as she's had some hits. So who knows? Who knows there? But, you know, I was wondering, I, I thought it was interesting that earlier in this week, Gal Gadot posted something about, um, some, something on her Instagram marking the however many year anniversary of her getting cast as Wonder Woman and saying, excited to share to share in this journey with you, however it may go or, you know, something like that. And looking back now, knowing this, I think that was her way of signaling like, Hey, I still want to play this character regardless of who is uh, involved in the movie. I will do this without Jenkins. If she's not going to be around, I think she already knew that Jenkins had walked. Um, and she still wants to play Wonder Woman. So, and from, and from this rap article, Warner brothers wants her to continue to play Wonder Woman. So, that is another strike against the idea of James Gunn starting all anew with the DCU. Um, so, I mean, people are saying, we don't really know what's going to happen. People are saying that they're going to use Matt Reeves, the Batman, as the, a building block for a new DCU. I don't know. I can't, I don't know if I can see that happening. Um, but at the same time, how else do you get all these characters? If you're not starting over, if you're not rebooting completely with new actors, how are you going to get all these characters on the same on the same page if if uh, Pattinson is going to be the Batman of the DCU. And does Robert Pattinson want to do that? He doesn't seem like the kind of guy that wants to be involved in a whole Marvel-y kind of uh, universe. So I don't know, man. There's a lot of crazy stuff going on there. Um, I don't want to lose Peacemaker Season 2. I don't want to lose the stuff that, um, you know, and it's not like I'm losing Season 1. I can still watch that anytime. I can go watch Suicide Squad or we can go, you can go watch Man of Steel anytime you want. If you like that kind of thing, uh, I just watched Wonder Woman the other night. It's great, but uh, I guess I would like to have some finality to these characters before we say goodbye to them as actors, um, if that's what we're going to do. And again, I hope we're not doing that, but we shall see. Um, Another uh, bummer, confirmed bummer, coming out of Warner Brothers Discovery this week, 
Um, you may remember my theory about why they canceled Batgirl, and um, or one of the reasons that they canceled Batgirl being that they did no longer wanted Michael Keaton to be the main Batman of the DCU, and it was looking like that was going to be the case. He was going to be reintroduced in The Flash. He was going to go on to um, have a cameo in Aquaman and the Lost Kingdom. And those things were going to set him up as being the new Bruce Wayne, Batman of the DCU. And then that was going to move into what we now know is a canceled Batman Beyond movie. This is a movie that was in development to star Michael Keaton and assumedly a younger version of maybe Terry McGinnis, the Batman from Batman Beyond. Um, And, you know, to be based on the late 90s, early 2000s animated show where older Bruce Wayne's too old to be Batman, he coaches a younger uh, kid to be a new futuristic Batman with a flying suit and all that kind of stuff. Um, This is a movie that I have out loud said that I wanted to see for a very long time and I think it would have been great and I think it's a bummer that we don't get a Batman Beyond movie with Michael Keaton um, that would have been awesome it also said that it would have starred uh, or would have brought Catwoman back it would have brought Selena Kyle presumably um, to be played by Michelle Pfeiffer no confirmation as to whether she was ever uh, attached but I can't imagine that they didn't reach out to her and get her involvement um and that would have been great. That's a bummer. Um, and I think this is just because they don't want to move forward. They don't. They want to minimize the Michael Keaton ness. And I think they're kind. Of, they're trying to streamline. You know, in in a DCU of you know last year, where we were okay with having things take place in multiple worlds or multiple realities or multiple timelines. Um, that would have been great, I think. And that's probably why it was part of the plan. And now uh, James Gunn has made it clear that. They are trying to bring everything, they're trying to tell one big story, not several big stories, they're trying to tell one big story across TV and movies and games and all this kind of stuff, so um, my guess is that they just axed the Keaton Batman Beyond movie as part of, so it wouldn't be, wouldn't be in like an alternate timeline or anything like that, and they just, they don't want to deal with multiple Batman. But again, that's kind of dumb of them because they're leaving money on the table, this would have been... A slam dunk, I believe. Any movie that I yeah, I'm just going back to my being angry that they canceled Batgirl. <laughs> like any movie that's going to have Batman or Michael Keaton come back as Batman is going to make a bunch of money, and you're dumb if you cancel it. Anyway, um, last piece of DC news tonight: we got a trailer for a new trailer for Suicide Squad kills the Justice League, which is a game that they announced over a year ago, and then it gets kept getting delayed, kept getting delayed. I believe it's coming out this. Sorry, coming out in 2023, finally. I don't remember the exact date. I think summer, I think, June maybe. And this trailer is important because it confirmed that the late, great Kevin Conroy will be voicing Batman in this game, and it was his final performance as Batman will be in this game. And I think that's fitting just because he was a big part of all the Arkham games and that kind of, that kind of really kind of rejuvenated people's love of his voice as that character, I think. You know, not everybody was as involved in, like, the DC animated movies as much as I think they were in the Arkham games. So when that voice came back and they are like, oh, it's a guy from the animated series that I watched when I was a kid? Bam. Great. I'm into this. I love it. So now um, uh, it's nice to know that we are getting one final, um, you know, bittersweet. We're getting one final Batman performance from 
Kevin Conroy. No word on how much he's involved in the game. He's not, Batman's not the main character, clearly. It's about, um, you know, uh, Harley and Deadshot and Captain Boomerang and King Shark, I think, are the main four Suicide Squad characters. Uh, and this trailer looks cool. Uh, the, the, the graphics look great. There's a cool bit with um, a passed out or dead Flash, <laughs> and um, Captain Boomerang is trying to hoist him up while also trying to, like, you know, stab him or something at the same time. They get interrupted by Batman. But um, I don't know. It was cool to see uh, another clip from this game. I'm excited to see it coming out because I love a good DC game. Um, and I think that's it for the DC stuff, at least. Um, yeah, Flash. I mean, who knows? We don't know when. I think this week is actually the week that they're supposed to be. Uh, when I say they, I mean uh, James Gunn and Peter Safran are supposed to be pitching their ideas for the DCU to David Zaslav. I think I remember reading that. It was supposed to be this week. So I feel like a lot of these actors are uh, probably on pins and needles waiting and wondering. I think Jason Momoa knows something because we reported that he had that call with James Gunn not long ago. So I think he knows something. Whether it's the Lobo thing or not, who knows? I don't know, but it's something. It's something, folks. So we'll we'll stay tuned. It's probably going to be a long time. Here's the other reason. I was about to say, I think it's going to be a long time before we hear anything confirmed. And here's the other reason why it would be bad to announce that you are dropping all of these actors. Because you still got movies coming out. Through the rest of the year, you've got movies coming out. You've got uh, Shazam in March, Blue Beetle in June, Flash, or or maybe Blue Beetle is May, and, or I don't know, Blue Beetle and Flash are coming out this summer, and then Aquaman's coming out in the fall, like... If you announce in January that none of these actors are coming back, who's gonna go, who's gonna go see the Flash? Who's gonna go see Aquaman? If it, like it's gonna it's gonna tank your uh, overall I don't know thing box office I guess success like you know it's like when you cancel when someone announces that they cancel a show halfway through the first season like who keeps watching you know I'm sure a lot of people fall off and don't end up watching it so or finishing the season so. Anyway, um, I'm, I'm very anxious to see. I'm sure Henry Cavill, who immediately left The Witcher uh, when it was announced that he was going to be back as Superman, I'm sure he's uh, very anxious to hear whether or not he actually is back as Superman. I'm sure uh, Dwayne Johnson, who spent uh, 17 years trying to make a Black Adam movie, um, is uh, wondering whether or not he's ever going to be Black Adam again. Um, yeah, I don't know. Lots of stuff going on. And I can't wait to see what happens. Uh, moving quick into Star Wars territory. We don't have a ton of other news, by the way. We don't have any, like, I'm not going to do comics because I'm not feeling very good. But I'm sure there's good comics coming out this week. Uh, I just, we got a trailer. As far as Star Wars goes, we got, um, a new trailer for the season two of The Bad Batch. Uh, that comes out in January, I believe. I don't know. I don't have any dates up in front of me. I threw this thing together because, like I said, I'm getting over being sick. Um, new trailer for The Bad Batch looks super cool. Uh, that show grew on me. I didn't. The first season uh, started slow, but I was kind of hooked by the end, so hopefully I'll be more ready to go. Uh, showed a lot of action. Um, showed The Emperor um, appearing in this one and all of our familiar faces and some new people, too. So i um, excited for The Bad Batch when that starts. Also got a trailer for the game, 
Star Wars Jedi Survivor, the sequel to um, Jedi Fallen Order, uh, which is a great game everybody loved. Um, Gameplay of this looks great. It looks like more cool force powers, uh, more flying spaceships through weird environments. Um, You know, there was a shot where he, the main character, Cal Kestis, used the force to pick up a stormtrooper and then use him as a shield as other stormtroopers shot at him and then threw the dead stormtrooper at the people that were shooting at him. Uh, Pretty dope stuff. Also, I got to say, it did, it showed something that uh, bothered me about the first um, Jedi uh, Fallen Order game. Uh, In Jedi Fallen Order, if you meet an animal, it's going to attack you, and you are going to kill it if you want to uh, continue in the game. It doesn't feel very Jedi-like to me to do that. Um, This had at least one quick scene of him petting and befriending an animal, so I hope that's a thing that you can do instead of just, you know, murdering them. But uh, I guess we shall see. I'm definitely going to um, be playing that game for sure. As I mentioned, no comics news this week because Steve's out. I'm sick. Uh, I'm just trying to burn through this. Um, again, wanted to mostly touch on that DC stuff because didn't want to save it for too long. Anyway, uh, I'm going to start wrapping things up with some one-shots. And the one-shots go like this. Uh, Gil Keenan is going to direct the next Ghostbusters film. Gil Keenan is the one that uh, has actually co-wrote Ghostbusters Afterlife with uh, director Jason Reitman, son of Ivan Reitman, the director of the original Ghostbusters movies. Um, uh, Keenan has also directed Monster House, which is a great um, scary movie for kids, and a Poltergeist remake. I was not aware that they made a Poltergeist remake, but this guy directed it. Um, And he's going to direct the next one. So cool to know that is still on track. I know a lot of people liked Afterlife. I liked it pretty... Uh, I guess I liked it a good amount. I haven't watched it a second time, so maybe that shows you how much I liked it, but I did think I liked it very much. Um, Mike Flanagan is going to develop a Dark Tower series. Flanagan, who has had a lot of success with his uh, Netflix horror series, The Haunting of Hill House, Haunting of Bly Manor, and Midnight Mass... Uh, just got a, a big new deal with Amazon Prime and is going to adapt the Stephen King epic Dark Tower series as a, a TV show, as his first uh, first project with Amazon Prime. So that will be cool. I know a lot of people that... Uh, uh, I can't say a lot. I know some people that love the Dark Tower series. One of my best friends is a huge um, half-sleeve tattoo of the main character from the Dark Tower series. And uh, those people were very upset with the movie version that came out a year or two ago, year two or three, where that came out. Um, Apparently that was an abysmal, um, terrible adaptation of that story. I have never read any part of the story, so I don't know anything about it. But uh, Mike Flanagan is a really good writer-director, so hopefully the series is in good hands moving forward. I found out this week that season nine of The Flash will debut February 8th on The CW This is an abbreviated season, about half as long as they normally are. Um, So probably, what, 12, 16 episodes, something like that. This is the final season of The Flash. Um, Almost makes me want to watch it, to be honest with you. Um, This show's been going on for a long time and has done a lot for uh, the character of The Flash, keeping him in the cultural consciousness. Um, And just superhero shows in general. It's cool that a show about, you know, any comic book character can go for nine seasons. Uh, tomorrow, um, as I'm recording this, it is Monday, December 12th. Tomorrow, this Tuesday, December 13th, 
we will be getting the first full trailer for Across the Spider-Verse. Very excited about that. I think it's supposed to come out at uh, 9 o'clock uh, Pacific time. So that's what, so like noon Eastern Standard Time if you're listening to me in, I don't know, wherever you are. Uh, you, do, you know what? Wherever you are, you do the math. 9 a.m. Uh, Pacific time means you fill in the blank for when you can see the new trailer for Across the Spider-Verse. And I'm sure it's something we'll be talking about next week on the Multiverse Report. Uh, We also got the first official image from Joker 2. Todd Phillips, the writer-director, shared on his social media an image of Joaquin Phoenix being shaved, held down and shaved by what probably is like an Arkham Asylum orderly, Arkham Asylum worker. Um, uh, Phoenix still looks very skinny and, you know, weird. If you like the first one, Seeming you'll be right in line. Uh, we also got Golden Globe nominations came out, I think today or yesterday. I don't know. Like I said, I've been sick. I don't know what day it is. Even though I just said it was Monday, the December 12th. So uh, take my brain for what you will. Um, the Golden Globe nominations, I don't necessarily care about many award shows at all, especially not the Golden Globes. <laughs> but thought it was worth, worth mentioning that um, Angela Bassett has been nominated for Best Supporting Actress in a Motion Picture Drama for her, recall, her, her role in Wakanda Forever. Uh, Diego Luna has been nominated for Best Actor in a TV Series Drama for his role as Cassian Andor in Andor. And House of the Dragon has been nominated for Best TV Show Drama House of the Dragon, guys, we never talked about it. Steve and I were doing recaps of House of the Dragon. I never finished season one of House of the Dragon. I'm two episodes behind, and I haven't gone back. Should I? Is it worth it? Is it good? Should I do it? You tell me. I don't know. Write in. Uh, also, last but not least, um, I thought it was worth mentioning that Avatar, The Way of Water, um, streamed, or not streamed, but debuted for critics and industry people within the last week and uh by all accounts um it's good i don't know what to tell you but apparently um according to almost every review that i read of it or reaction that i read of it the visuals are stunning the visuals are spectacular the story is much better than the first one it's a more personal story than the first one and it's all around better film even though it's like three hours and 10 minutes long or whatever. And, you know, speaking of the Golden Globes, it's already been nominated as a Golden Globe for Best Picture, which I think is crazy because it hasn't come out yet. Um, Another reason why I think the Golden Globes are just, you know, a bunch of bullshit, but I think films that haven't been released shouldn't really be able to be nominated for Best Picture, but uh, who knows? Um, Anyway, yeah, a lot of acclaim for Avatar Way of Water. Uh, I, I read a couple people say, like, well, I didn't really love the first one, and this is better, but it doesn't mean that it's good, you know, more or less, said something like that. And, you know, I'm sure it does look good, and I hope it's a better story. And James Cameron's a great filmmaker, and I've said, you know, don't count out James Cameron, and people are saying that he uh, nails it, and he, he uh, you know, it's, it's worth the wait, I've heard a lot. I was like, really? Is it worth 17 years seems crazy. Um, the, um, you know, the question that I had in the back of my head was when I start seeing trailers, when I start seeing reviews, when I start seeing reactions, will it make me want to see it more? So far, the answer is no. I don't have a desire necessarily to run out and see Avatar The Way of Water. Doesn't mean that it's not good. I'm sure I'll see it someday. 
But um, unless someone I know tells me it's the greatest movie they've ever seen and that I need to see it in the theater, then I'm not gonna I'm not gonna rush anywhere. Um, and I think that's it, y'all. Again, just like mostly a big uh, DC rundown of rumors and hearsay on what's going on over there, and we shall see, hopefully sooner rather than later, what's going on there and what's going on everywhere else. Anything else happening? This is where I usually see ask Steve if there's anything else that he wants to talk about, but he's not here. Oh, I started watching Doom Patrol. Uh, Doom Patrol Season 4 is on HBO Max. I've seen the first episode, and it's great. It's wild and weird and wacky like it always is, but also... Um, you know, outstanding. Can't wait to see the rest of that show. And you know what? I think that's it, guys. Short episode today, but hey, I'm flying solo, so what do you expect? Um, please like us and subscribe to us if you're listening to us on whatever pod catcher you are listening to. Um, if you are able to rate and review us, please rate us and uh, write us a short review about how much you love it. That would be great if you could do that. You can also find us on most socials at The Multiverse Report or on Twitter at the Multiverse, uh, Multiverse RPT on Twitter. You can uh, find us at TheMultiverseReport.com or you can write us an email at TheMultiverseReport.gmail.com. I think I'm getting all these things right. Who knows? Steve's not here. I don't know. But uh, I think that's it. That's all I got. So um, I love you all and we'll see you next time. Um, and until next time, I almost didn't say it. Wow, almost forgot my catchphrase. Until next time, thanks for watching, thanks for listening, and we'll see you in the multiverse.